1: animal
2: About Freedom of Species, by the way. Our microphones were on, and um, Kate Gracie, a fellow presenter here, was asking if a particular book was fiction or non fiction. Sorry. Believe you (laughs) me, we are very real people in a real studio, and this is not fiction. Welcome to Freedom of Species Animal Advocacy on the Airwaves on 3CR 855 AM. And it's a really special day today. It's our fundraising radiothon program. And we have to raise a target of $1,655 for independent radio to stay on air. I'm Emma Townsend and with me today to rattle the tin to reach that target is Kate Gracie. Hello,
3: you've already heard from me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And Nick Prendergast. Hey,
1: great to have us all nearly here anyway, nearly all of us here. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. And um, much love goes out to Adam, who's extremely busy at the moment, our fellow Freedom of Species co-host. He's here with us in spirit. Okay, later on we have a special guest, vegan psychologist Claire Mann. We also have some fantastic giveaways today that show support for the program and from the
3: vegan, community, from the I- vegan in, community in Melbourne, which is wonderful.
2: Yeah, yeah. So let's go through a few of those. You know, it's really rock star kindness and support to
3: us. That's how it feels. So let's go through a few of the uh, wonderful sponsors of today's show. Well, we've got some great vouchers from vegan cafes in Melbourne. We've got Vegan Shack. We've got Titbit. And that's Ca-
2: a $50 voucher, I think. That's a $50 voucher. Yeah, vegan
3: yeah. Shacks in Richmond. We've got Titbits Cafe. Um, no, Titbit Cakes. Which is in Richmond, and they've donated a thirty-dollar voucher. Fantastic! There's a, a wonderful new cafe called Cafe Four Three Five in Pasco Vale, which is like a, a, a undercover vegan cafe, which is really which is great. And they've donated a fifty-dollar voucher. And Grey Cells Green is a vegan pub in Windsor, and they've donated two 25 twenty-five-dollar vouchers. So they're all up for grabs. I, I must
2: say, I spend a lot of time in Richmond. And so I can speak (laughs) from a a very experienced place. With authority. With authority Mm. that that Vegan Shack, uh, I've had some very enjoyable um, culinary experiences there.
3: Likewise. Yeah, Mm.
2: yeah. Their Mars Bar Raw Slice and also Mm. Titbik. Cakes do really beautiful, like, event cakes as well. But mm. I think that voucher is for coffee and their their cakes, so not like the big celebration cakes. So just bear in mind, guys, if you're going to ring up for one of the vouchers, ring up for a voucher or a donation because yeah. the, if you ring up for the voucher, it's not a tax-deductible donation. So yep. yeah, yep. there's a choice.
3: Yeah. We've also got some books. We have some books. We have uh, some copies of... Lawrence Pope's book, and Lawrence Pope is an amazing Melbourne animal advocate, and he's written a book, nonfiction, as you heard. Uh, it's a book called Some Touch of Pity. Uh, so there's two copies of Some Touch of Pity. That is a great book, and they're being sold for twenty five dollars each. And we have ten copies of a children's uh, storybook, an illustrated children's storybook for sort of the primary school age, and it's called Kitty McSporen Saves the Animals, and that's an, a, a beautifully illustrated book about um anti-vivisection it's a really great book and kathleen mclaren is from tasmania and she's donated these books so and they'll be selling for ten dollars each
2: that is a bargain i must say it is it's really yeah, good yeah, it's a great book and some touch of pity i have read that book and it's a really entertaining read if you're looking for i know it, lawrence Pope wrote it and he's an animal activist and he's had much experience he was uh, a head campaigner for years ago, when they tried to get rid of all the bats in the botanical gardens, he was he was a part of that. But he kind of tells a, a history of the movement in a very personal sense, in his personal accounts and in all its grit and um, you know seldom appreciated
3: experiences. It's really it's really interesting. So anyway, we've also got a, a donation of from purely vegan, which is a. a, um, a- a beautiful toiletries company that makes different toiletries and cosmetics, and they've donated uh,
2: toiletries. Skincare
3: nice, skin care sounds nicer. Okay, skin care. <laughs> okay, that's a bit old fashioned. Toiletries. Um, yeah, skin care company. That's much nicer. A skin care company called Purely Vegan, and I think they're Melbourne based. Are they Melbourne? based They are Melbourne based. Very ethical company. Yep. Yep. And they've donated um a, a a tube of ethically sourced hand cream. You can call up for that, and that's thirty dollars. And that's thirty dollars. So anyway.
2: How to call up is on the number 94198377. We have lovely 3CR people ready to take your call and take
3: your donations. And so remember that the donations are tax deductible. Um, So just specify whether you want to make a donation or if you want to buy one of those um, various items. So uh, we've got Vegan Shack, $50 voucher. Titbit Cakes, $30 voucher. Cafe 435, $50 voucher. Windsor... Grey cells green in Windsor, which are two twenty-five-dollar vouchers, which
1: Woo-hoo. have just gone. So, <gasps> which one? Oh my uh, God, um, so, the Grey Cell green voucher have gone. Um, both of them, or just one? Um, both of them. Wow! So, awesome! Yeah. Fantastic! Um, donation from um, frank san and yeah so both uh, 25 dollar vouchers from gray cells green and i did want to mention gray cells green that's kind of my neck of the woods on the south side so oh. they're in windsor so definitely check that out 100% vegan uh, and the owners do a lot to support animal advocacy causes and raise money for different groups and yeah it's a great great food great pub food great place to chill out and uh, go out on a friday saturday night
3: and thank you very much, Franksanne, for, for calling up. That's awesome. Really good. Yeah. Good start. Th- wow. I've got other donations coming in. A big
2: thank you to Catherine Hines for 50 bucks. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you, Catherine. Yeah. And also $50 from Fee Geb um, from Frankston. Cool. Thank you, Fee. Sam Gibbard, I believe you were the first to pounce on our Donate Now button. Yes, From I did. Reservoir. Thanks, Sam. Oh, Give
3: Now. That was the Give Now um, yeah, yeah. crowd raising. Thank you very much, Sam.
2: That's 25 bucks. Thanks, Sam. And uh, David Kilpatrick, thank you so much. David is from Cheltenham and he donated $20. Thank you, David. And also... A whopping 100 bucks from Kim Kilderry from wow. Hoppers
3: Crossing. Kim, thank you so cool. much for the uh, cash love. Thanks, Kim. And we've got $25 from Denise in Pasco Vale South. Denise, you should get done, get on down to uh, Cafe 435 because that's, that's in your hood. Pascovale. Vale. Thank you, Denise. And wow. there's another one here. Hang on. What have we got here? 25 bucks from Melinda O'Connor. Thank you very much, Melinda. Brilliant.
2: Thanks, Melinda. Gosh, I'm hearing these.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nice effects. That sounds
2: a bit pathetic, actually. I'm hearing the wind rustling through the notes of the $50, $100, $20. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Why donate to Freedom of Species? Let's put ourselves on the spot here.
3: Well, what do you reckon,
1: Nick? Why should they donate? I guess I'd say as someone who watches a lot of media that isn't 3CR and, yeah, things like ABC News, we often hear stories that are they never bring in the perspective of the animals. So we hear about animals being um, killed or whatever in a natural disaster and it's like, you know, oh, these farmers have had an an economic loss and so there's never the perspective of the animals. I think it is uh, really important that a lot of uh, media leaves out the voice of the animals. We try and bring it in here. And I'd also say that a lot of even more progressive and radical and more alternative media often forget about the animals as well. So it's great to have this show on 3CR amongst these other really important human causes, and environmental causes as well, to have a voice for animals in this um, yeah more progressive alternative kind of media as well. I think,
3: and I think you know the mainstream media it just serves a political and corporate agenda. And Freedom of Species and 3CR don't serve that agenda. It serves real people, real voices, real animals, real living beings that's not the that's not the agenda that the mainstream media serves. so we 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 are a minority voice and we need to make our voice louder.
2: i I really like how we've got an hour on every week, like an hour length show, and in the mainstream media they may they've started to bring in kind of the animal perspective sometimes, but they've got like one and a half seconds of you know, oh well, this some people do not like rodeos, and this is three seconds of Gail Darcy from Rethink Rodeos saying something and then they go back to like sort of for the industry and Mm. it's nice to have an hour length where we can have a full discussion with these campaigners to just get that more of that information and it's music to my ears sometimes, people coming up to me and asking me, oh, I didn't know that or because I've been sparked by a seed of something we've said on the show and that makes it worthwhile.
3: Yep, absolutely.
2: Uh, But also there's that thing of helping grassroots campaigners
3: That's right. Yeah, just getting experience talking to the media. It's I think that's a really um, vital uh, area of of service that we provide is to give people that experience. Hmm.
1: Yeah, and I think also you know sometimes animal advocates get a voice uh, on the radio and you know reach people, which is good. But they might be sort of up against shock jocks. I think it's really Mm. good to have you know an onside voice where we're not trying to shut them down, but actually give them a platform to discuss their important campaigns as well.
3: That's true. Now, you need a number to call because I know you all want to donate. And the number to call is 94198377. I'll put a 03 in front of that if you're not in Victoria. Not, so 0394198377. And if you want to SMS, you can SMS us instead. And that's
2: 0488930855. We'll be back after this.
0: 3CR needs you Fight for your mic and donate to 3CR's annual radio phone Call 9419 8377 Or go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate And help keep 3CR broadcasting for another year uh,
2: You are on the Freedom of Species fundraising show and we are busy trying to get to our target of $1,655. We're slowly climbing up that target. So thank you so much to people that have donated. I think we still have a a couple of vouchers to be spruced, a $50 um, voucher from Vegan Shack in Richmond. So that's enough for their yummy smoothies and sandwiches for two people. Yep. Um, Beautiful so, food
3: too. I've yeah. been there. It's great.
2: Yeah. And their yep, cakes and things are a bit too good. So if you'd like that specific voucher, please ring up and state that when you call nine four one nine eight three double seven.
3: And we have um, some donations. Adam, Thank you, Adam. Adam, who is our co-host, Woo-hoo! who's at home madly working, like a madman, He has just he's donated 100 dollars. Oh, Adam. Adam thank you so much. heartfelt cash love. You're awesome. Mm-hmm. wish you were here. And Lisa Rees, who has been, Lisa has been a long-term supporter of Freedom of Species, Mm, and Lisa has just purchased the hand cream.
2: Oh, go Lisa! That's a great product. I love it.
3: So that will be dispatched to you direct from Purely Vegan. They're going to dispatch that to you pronto. Yep. And so the hand cream is gone, and Lisa Rees is the lucky recipient of that.
2: That's a very win-win-win situation. Everybody's happy with that. (laughs) Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Lisa, yeah, as you say, she's a long supporter since it began. She's yeah. almost a fozzy herself. Yeah, yeah, she pardon is. Pardon the acronym. All right, now I am going to play a tune while we get Claire Mann, our guest online. I'm going to play a song by Appalachia Rising called Resilient. <laughs>
0: Trust the movement. I negate the chaos. Uplift the negative. I'll show up at the table again and again and again. I'll close my mouth and learn to listen. Whoa. whoa.
2: You are on the Freedom of Species Radiothon program on 3CR 855 AM. And that was a song called Resilient by Appalachia Rising. We have, and thank you so much for your patience, we have Claire Mann hopefully down the line.
0: Hello, Claire. Yes, I'm here. Nice for being on the show.
2: Oh, thank you so much for being very generous on your Sunday. Claire, I'll just introduce you a bit. Claire is a, a very well-renowned psychologist and she's a vegan and an animal activist. And as far as I know Claire's work, she knows all about the ins and outs and the pitfalls of how we, we get in a pickle communicating our message on behalf of animals and why that is so. She also has answers to see our way through these tricky rabbit warrens of anguish in her new book called *Vestopia*. Claire, I, I was just wondering, in coining that word, stopia, as a psychologist, why did you find that necessary when we already can label many anxiety and depression disorders?
0: Yes. Well, there was a couple of reasons for that, really, is to to validate the experience of ethical vegans that I was witnessing and had also found out through my case study and survey research over many years that was the first part of it, to say that this is really something different. And I could go into details of why I think it is in the moment. But the other part is because people were referring people to me, or doctors were referring people to me, that they believed had either eating disorders, social adjustment disorder, or they were doing self-harming, i.e. they were watching the content of what was happening in factory farms, for instance. And doctors sending people to me saying these people have problems, ignoring the fact that this, I believe, is a normal, healthy response to finding out what goes on behind closed doors.
2: I first came across you years ago at an animal activist forum. There was this very intense couple of talks beforehand and footage and the energy in the room was, you know, everyone felt like stepped on chewing gum on the floor you just couldn't get up it was so everyone was full of despair and and i think some of us just couldn't get up and then you got up and started talking and the energy in the room started lifting because you really started talking about this inner architecture of how we can mobilize that um despair if you like that's how i took it because it's it's a very real palpable feeling this anguish and it's You're something right. that we really need the tools for. And I'm, I'm so grateful, you know, that you've written a book about it because I just felt yes. yes, when I read it, that's me, that's me, that's me. And, <laughs> you know, and, and I, I'm normal, you know. she's, you know, she, It's a very shared, palpable experience, this anguish. And I, I feel a lot of people have let it eat away a bit and not participate. In my own experience, I started to not participate in life.
0: I think you're right, and um, I think a lot of people become so overwhelmed they feel hopeless when they look at the scale of the problem, because if dystopia first and foremost is this anguish related to to the knowledge of the systematized cruelty on such a scale that we almost can't take it in, I think a lot of people become hopeless and say, how are we ever going to change the world? And I think by identifying it separate from the symptoms that can be similar to depression and anxiety, alienation and despair, and wanting to withdraw from life. I think there's also misanthropy that comes in there, the hatred of the human race saying, oh gosh, the people are capable of doing this, or continuing it, even when I tell them, how can I do in a world like this? So I think there's a way through it to transmute our grief and anguish into powerful action. Indeed, if we don't, think it gets turned on ourselves, and we can become more anxious and and despairing and depressed, which is literally to turn anger towards yourself and feel anything you do will not make a difference.
1: Yeah, it's Nick here. Hi, Claire. And um, I... I also saw your talk at the Animal Activist Forum, that was last year, which I really enjoyed. And one thing I thought that was really um, interesting that you raised was that when we see these issues, it can seem so overwhelming and we kind of feel like, you know, I'll I'll have my rest when the animals are free kind of attitude. And yeah, one thing you touched on, which I thought was really important, was the importance of animal activists um, taking the time out to have downtime, even though there is so much animal suffering out there. I wonder if you could talk a little bit about that. Yes,
0: well, the animals need us for the long haul. They, if we become burnt out and tired and cynical and, and our health deteriorates, we can't do the, the job we've been asked to do, I believe, at this time in our history, which is to to readdress our relationship with the animal kingdom and to usher in a more compassionate world. I would, um, say to people, in fact, I've done it this week in some Visopia workshops for the Anonymous for the Voiceless groups, um, we are the ones we've been waiting for. And so this is our role to make sure we resource ourselves And that goes without saying that exquisite self-care the good looking after our health having rest having other interests of course having social support and most importantly is visioning a world to which we want to create we want to belong and I can speak a little more about that if you like But it's quantum science is now catching up with what is on the outside is some reflection of what's on the inside and so if we're despairing and, and upset and and hurt and raging against the world, we're almost adding to that energy and exacerbating in some sort of way or we're not, we are not holding up a mirror to ourselves and to the people, the world we can create, where people can resonate with a, a finer tune, a more compassion. So I think self-care and looking after ourselves is essential in and of itself, but also for us to be the example, and invitation to others to enter this part of this revolution, really, to create a better world.
3: Um Claire, this is Kate Gracie here and I'm and I'm wondering if um if you found that symptoms of dystopia typically include a questioning of all authorities' information and our other cultural practices. Does it does it open a door to is it a portal to really questioning everything that we've been presented with?
0: Well, absolutely. I think when we learn that um, approximately over a hundred billion animals per year are killed by us. You think, well, where are they? Um, you, you can't actually raise your eyebrows at anything in terms of what we don't know. So the bigger question comes is, what else don't I know? And so the dystopian looks at the government, education, pharmaceuticals, immunisations, military. Anything that, you know, is said by a politician, for instance, has raised eyebrows, is, well, what's the real picture here? And so I think people start to ask much bigger questions because they think, well, if I've been kept in the dark about that, what else might I be kept in the dark of? But I chose the term dystopia because it sounds a little bit like utopia or dystopia. Utopia being a place of joy and freedom and and hopefulness and abundance. And dystopia, of course, that dark world of greed and um, competition, totalitarianism or the darkness. And I think dystopia in and of itself is... The anguish of knowing about the systematized cruelty, but then in telling people almost a trance-like collusion with that dark world, i.e., that something they don't even know they're part of. We're, we're
2: losing Questions. a bit of your um and
0: what we're told is not. Sorry, Claire. you me back here. Yeah, yeah, that you've
2: started fading out a bit there. But, um, yeah, if you could just go back to the trance-like collusion. I, you started crackling up there. Sorry.
0: Sure. It, it, Solution, so I've be moving around a little. <laughs> you know, that trance-like, when we start to tell people about what we know about, and what happens <laughs> Animals, call a trance like collusion, is a dystopian or a dark world, and that world is often hidden from people because from the moment they're born, they're socialised into a stump. They actually believe this is how it is. Suddenly, we have to question everything, and so I think a lot of the anguish for the vegan the vegan is that they say, "What else don't I know?" And also, I have. To mindfulness, anything I am told, I, I hold it loosely and I do more research. But, of course, in telling people, there's another anguish that's when people say, you're just being a conspiracist or you're just being negative. This would never happen.
2: Yeah. Hmm. I, I find that really interesting, opening up that conversation like Melanie Joy did about carnism. It's kind of putting an onus and sharing the conversation. It's like, well, if I'm open to all this information and I know what's going on, then the person you're talking to, talking about dystopia, it opens it up to, well, actually, you're in this trance-like um, state. It's I'm seeing things and you're not What what's going on there. I find that's really quite a
0: helpful conversation. Absolutely, and I think people resist us for a number of reasons. They, um, At some intuitive level, I think there's an awareness that maybe the world isn't quite what it seems, and now you're going to tell them, that, you know, I'm going to share all these things with you, you didn't know. And then it, I think it throws people into anxiety. But I think there's another thing in talking about veganism, for instance, is people often say, don't tell me what to do, I can eat what I want. And yet, when we share with them the enormous consequences to animals, people and planet of doing that, we think, well, why won't they change? And I think it's some unconscious level, people realize they're not choosing the life they want to have. They're in many ways, I would say slaves of the socioeconomic system have set people up that they have to do certain things. And it's pretty tough for most people to operate in this reality, particularly if you have some challenges or you're going to start at the beginning. And I think people can eat on the whole what they want to eat, certainly in Western society, three times a day they get to choose what they like to eat. When we come along and say, well, actually, you can't do that because there are consequences, I don't think it's conscious, I think it's unconscious, Is that people? It taps into. There's lots of things I don't really have choice over. I'm saying I have choice. I choose my career, my my partner, how I spend my free time, but it's within a very narrow little framework of shoulds, oughts, and musts. We come along and say something we do every day with a lot lot of choice, and then we say no, you can't do that. So I think there's a resistance at a deep level that is almost unconscious, and we get a little inkling that perhaps they're not as free as they thought they were.
2: We've got this point
0: of time now
2: that's brimming with hope on another side where we have, you know, thousands rallying every other week for an animal-related cause. For example, yesterday was the uh, the shutdown all the slaughterhouses rallies and um, Animals Australia last week took the live export industry to the federal court. A couple of weeks ago there was a plan to cull Kosciuszko Brumbies and that was scrapped in New South Wales and I know actually just today there's many animal advocates up at a snowy Brumby meeting to stop a planned um, cull of the Brumbies there just over the border so there's a lot to be hopeful for in this space but the anguish can kind of be triggered very quickly again when you have during the week animal liberation release some footage about the the duck farming industry you know eight million ducks a year it was a two-year investigation covering three um, duck farms in Victoria, New South Wales and South Australia. Now, Claire, I hadn't watched footage on purpose for a while as part of my self-care regime, but I did watch that. Quickly, that anguish just kicked me in the guts again, you know. We're at a point in time where it's just, you know, it's fantastic really in some sense, but it's also very brutal on the other side of the coin.
0: I think you're right, and I think the more we shine light on things, it appears much darker. And I think since Dominion was screened in Australia, a lot of people contacted me after that and said, how awful this was, and they felt really quite broken by it. But it very quickly shifted into wanting to step up their activism and feeling an unrelenting sort of pursuit of the outcome. And I was only in Brisbane this week running some workshops up there, and apparently last year they it would be very hard to find 15 people to do a cube of truth where they're obviously taking those um, what's happening in the slaughterhouse into the shopping centre and showing people. Probably lucky to get 15 people. They're now finding, on average, it's 50 to 100 people. And so I think you're absolutely right. All over, I'm hearing that people are stepping up to that cause. But one can easily be triggered every day. One goes into work and somebody has a cup of coffee with milk in it. Um, cow's milk and we don't see that we see the bobby calf somebody goes into work and says oh come and let's celebrate Then um, why don't you sign up for the melbourne cup and we cringe at that what we see is um, what happens to horses during the race and after we don't sit on a leather couch we see an animal skin and i think these triggers are constantly around us and i think we've got to not overexpose ourselves to the footage, as you've said. And I say to people, I only watch what I've really got to watch if I'm speaking on something and I always turn the the brilliance down, the the brightness on the screen, and I turn the sound down. But I do not overexpose myself for the sake of it. I'm sure you and I have seen so much. We don't need to re-traumatize ourselves. We need to capture that anguish and transmute it into something powerful and Certainly in my experience, the only way to do that is to take action. But I think there's such a lot of things we can do these days, but we do need to speak out far more. A lot of people can't speak in the streets, of course, but they may be making delicious food for people to show people that. But we need to learn to have those conversations because, as every vegan knows, when this happens to them, they say, I wish I knew what I know many years ago.
2: I think it's really important because I know when I first started becoming vegan, I'd go to different events and whatever and I'd think oh boy wow how do these vegan warriors how do they cope they're amazing they're just they've got something that I don't have and I kind of very much felt started feeling bad about myself for not being that strong or that courageous but then I soon realized no you've just got to be yourself and look look at what you can do and to the best of your ability and use your talents. I think
0: absolutely everybody is needed in this discussion i mean in and of itself when someone becomes vegan they're doing the the moral baseline for animals and in of itself that is very powerful
2: with your website it's so full of resources i just wondered whether you could run us through a few because i notice you've put a meditation online as well for people today can you run through a few resources you've got on offer for the vegan community for us
0: Absolutely. Well, the two main websites, obviously, Vistopia is really all about the book, and um, people can actually see the forty-five minute live stream of the book launch with the MC Katrina Fox, which many people will know, of course. And that was a uh, it was live streamed, and people can see a nice clean recording of that on Vistopia dot com. But if they go to veganpsychologist.com, dot com, there are a number of other things. There's a free online mini video video course called Essential Skills for Vegan Advocacy, and that takes us through the different skills in self-care and more about communication as well. And there's some techniques on there to deal with anguish, to try and involve the body in that process, to try to move that out of your body. Because then we just try to talk ourselves out of it, and it also stays in our head. And whilst talking and social support is absolutely essential, our body is involved in this process. It's almost visceral, as you know, that feeling in your chest and stomach and your heart sinks... So we've got to involve the body in that process. So I've created a um, a particular process, which is not a new process by any means, called, um, it's built on the principles of emotional freedom technique used with trauma patients where they can't go through the details of a trauma, for instance. The more they talk about it, the worse it gets, but their body is feeling all those sort of post-traumatic symptoms. So it's a nice little technique on there that people can access and an extra video to, to use there also is a course um, vegan voices which is a free um smartphone app of 30 days of training on how to talk about veganism really the skills of having difficult conversations a little mini video actual tips so that you can be building on your communication skills but then a resources section so that you feel that you're doing your best every day to help to push other people in the right direction so you can forward on social media links and videos and articles and of course add your own that you can help other people around the world with tools and techniques links and videos to help people get unstuck and become vegan online sorry there is a meditation as well yeah and which i'll be a little link on there helping people to visualize that brave new world
2: excellent thank you so much claire for your time today and all the brilliant work you do, that re- it really has empowered me personally and, gosh, heaps of people out there.
0: Well, thank you. And thank you for all the work you do. I feel there's a rising tide of a compassionate family. And uh, I think we're going to know each other a long time and see some real successes in our lifetime.
2: Thank you so much, Claire Mannigan. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thanks, Claire. Thank you. Thank you. You are on 3CR855 AM, the Freedom of Species show, and we are getting back. We are rattling the coins, guys. We have got to raise a lot of money. I'm not sure how much left we've got to go.
3: Does anyone know? Um, No, but we have a donation in here now from Katie Batty. Ten dollars. Thank you very much, Thank Katie. You, Katie. That's awesome. Much appreciated.
1: And we also got forty dollars from Michael Baylis in Preston. So thanks a lot to Michael too.
3: Thanks, Thank Michael. Michael. Michael is a um, is a passionate animal activist. Hmm. He does a lot for and
1: Excellent. environment too. Yeah. And environment. Yeah. Yeah. And
3: um, yeah. yeah, he's, he's one, definitely one of the good guys. Thank you, Michael. Excellent. We'll be back after this.
1: Wondering how you pay your donation to the Three CR Fund? You can do so online at www.3cr.org.au or call us with your credit card details on 9419 8377. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy, during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or Or Simply post your cheque or money order to PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066 and be sure to tell us which program you'd
3: like your donation to go to. (laughs) So we've still got lots of books to to sell. We um, Lawrence Pope's book, Some Touch of Pity, which is a, a non-fiction account of the the um, animal activism la- landscape in Victoria. A very
2: personal account. A very
3: personal account.
2: In all its grit in and all... seldom glory. <laughs> and
3: seldom glory. It's actually
2: really entertaining.
3: Yeah, entertaining. And, yeah. and it's a good. It's a big, thick really read. Funny. It'll keep you going for a while. So, so we're selling that for twenty-five dollars. Just ask for the book *Some Touch of Pity* by Lawrence Pope when you ring up. That's nine four one nine eight three double seven, or the, on the SMS zero four double eight nine three zero eight double five. We've also got *Kitty McSporen Saves the Animals*, which is a children's storybook for the pro, like independent reader age, uh, late primary school, let's say. That's by Kathleen McLaren It's a beautiful illustrated storybook about um, vivisection, or anti-vivisection, I should say. Um, and that we're selling that for $10. We've got 10 copies of that. So please call in 94198377. And we've just had a wonderful donation from Kate Elliott. Now, Kate Elliott was the founder of Freedom of Species. She is the reason Freedom of Species exists. and And Kate has pledged $50 in loving memory of Tojo and Aww. his beautiful cat, Sabi. Now Tojo was um, a big supporter of Freedom of Species right from the very beginning too. And Tojo was a fellow broadcaster here at 3CR on another show. I can't, which show was he? Ruminations, I think it was. Tojo was, was a great guy. And so, yeah, thank you, Kate. Um, yeah, Kate is, and Kate's got her own show now, Vocal Animal, from um, main fm in castlemaine so tune in she also has a podcast so you can look her up um you can look up vocal animal on facebook and yeah. and and listen to her podcast you can
2: listen to her she did a really good interview with claire mann about oh she this did mm-hmm. for 45 minutes yeah she I did i think that deserves an applause
3: yeah thanks kate
2: <laughs> I'm going to put the pressure out there. We are really rattling the tins now. We have raised $575. Thank you so much to all the people that have supported us. But we still need $1,075. So, guys, ring up because we actually have some great vouchers.
1: Yeah. Nick. So we got um, Vegan Shack in Richmond, uh Tidbit Cakes also in Richmond and Cafe four three five in Pascoval. I must be I haven't been to any of those places yet, but I have had a look on the Vegan Shack website and they looked amazing, the oh, food. Yes, I look forward to checking it out but, So yeah. we've still
2: got a fifty dollar voucher for Vegan Shack. Yep. Yep. That's guys. a lot. You get a lot mm. of
3: food for $50 yeah.
2: mm-hmm. a vegan Check. And mm-hmm. all you have to do is donate to keep Independent Radio Freedom of Species on air for another year and just tell the guys on the phone on 9419 8377 that
3: that's what you're ringing for. And you can um so the the Tidbit Cakes voucher is $30. That's in Richmond. And Richmond this is these are all Melbourne cafes by the way. All these some of these places you might think they're in Sydney because there's some similar locations in the names. But this is all Melbourne. This, and Cafe Four Three Five in Pascoe Vale—that's a fifty-dollar voucher. So fifty dollars for five, three, Cafe Four Three Five, thirty dollars for Tidbit Cafes, and fifty dollars for Vegan Shack. They're all still going. And we've just had a fifty-dollar donation from Latif, and th- um, she's in Melbourne. Thank you very much, Latif. That's awesome. Very very much appreciated. <laughs>
2: Now is a good time to talk about... um, On Freedom of Species, we have a lot of speakers that are kind of academic or really critically looking at animal issues, don't we, Nick? And you've got a... Um, ICAS conference coming up is that right? Yeah we we do so
1: yeah we've got an ICAS forum and now the um, yeah the date and everything is announced so it's coming up on Saturday the 4th of August 1 till 5pm at Library at the Dock in Docklands and yeah I guess the idea of ICAS, Critical Animal Studies is that we're sort of an academic focused thing but also an activist thing as well so it's definitely not purely for academics and many of us are both academics and activists but definitely for anyone who does research around issues around animals, obviously trying to make positive change for animals not experimenting on them and that kind of thing but yeah those in the research world or definitely for activists as well to come along uh, and yeah think about uh, what we're focusing on this time is building community within the animal rights movement and also building community with other movements as well so trying to br- bridge the gaps we're definitely all about making connections with other, other progressive social movements which i think you know we do a little bit as part of this show i've been like as part of 3cr animal advocates but also connecting with these other social movements as well Excellent.
2: That, yeah. Okay, guys, we need mm-hmm. another $1,000.25 to stay on mm-hmm. air for another year. Come on, guys, show us your love. Let's <laughs> jump We're waiting for, um, <laughs> for more donations to come through because we've still got a beautiful $30 Tidbit Cakes voucher.
3: Imagine how you much you can eat wrong. with that. Mm-hmm. My God. Near
2: the Mary Street Park in Richmond, yeah, sensational. Um, they do amazing cakes and coffee. They actually do beautiful bespoke event cakes as well. Um, and we also
3: have – oh, what have we got there? Okay. We have a $50 donation from Natasha in Richmond. Natasha, uh, thank you so much. That is awesome. F- 50 bucks from Natasha. Um, you're in Richmond. You should – check out some of the new vegan joints on the team, unless you already have. Thank you so much, Akasha. I've got a sneaky feeling I know about, <laughs> I think you might actually, yeah, too, by the yeah, look of yeah. that address. Thank hmm. you, Tasha. I think, great. I think there's some kind of connection there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got some community announcements, too. Excellent. Can I start now? Because Absolutely. there's a few. But um,
2: meanwhile, guys, while Kate's going through okay. his community service announcements, please, Five dollars, fifty, five hundred. We are really needing yeah. to um, feel the love. Please ring in with your donation: nine four one nine eight
3: three double seven. No amount is too small, and don't forget they're all they're or too big. T- they're all too big, <laughs> and they're tax deductible. And now is the great time of year to shed that excess, that surplus income that you don't that you don't want or need. So yeah, um, yeah. send it this way. Now I've got some community announcements. Um. So that's, just me mm-hmm. that's M's effects. <laughs> um, we've got beach beach cleanups coming up soon on Brighton Beach in South Australia, in Mornington Peninsula, Henley Beach in South Australia, Point Peron in WA, and Cronulla in Sydney. Um, they're either local beach cleanups or they're Sea Shepherd Marine Debris campaign cleanups, and they... All of these are detailed on their respective Facebook pages. They'll also be on the Freedom of Species Facebook page in due course during the course of this following week of this of this next week. Anonymous for the Voiceless are holding Cubes of Truth in Sydney, in Hobart, in Brisbane, Wodonga, Perth, Melbourne, Kiama and Geelong between now and next Sunday. So if there's one near you, get along. It's a really good way to raise um, awareness of what happens in factory farming. Uh, there's a public forum on the impacts of logging on wildlife in New South Wales that's happening at New South Wales Parliament on June the twentieth. There's going to be screenings of the new documentary Albatross, and I I went to see this movie Albatross last week at wow. the um, Sea Shepherd screened it at uh, their their base in Williamstown. I went along and saw it, and it blew me away. It is the most remarkable film. This movie, Albatross, it is beautiful. It is so – the whole way they've portrayed um, the issue of marine plastics and its impact on the Albatross is astonishing. It's is that the one based on Midway Island? Yes, it is. It is. And it is – Midway
2: is. Island being actually between Australia and
3: – And America. It's basically Midway. bang in the middle of the of the Pacific. It's bang in the middle of the Pacific where a lot of um, Albatross colonies – uh, and it's it is a absolutely beautiful it 's a quite a meditative movie um documentary that looks at the love story of the albatross and i can 't trying to describe it won't give it um give it the credit it deserves because it, you really have to see it to understand it um, remarkable movie so and those movies too um they're fr- they're generally free and I encourage you. To um, arrange a screening because you can, the, the person who made it, Chris Jordan, has availed the, this movie to be shown for free in community. So you can actually get a copy of it, you can download it offline and screen it in your own community, and it won't cost you. It, Chris Jordan isn't charging anyone for the screening, which is something that's uncommon. So you can be really spreading the word about marine, wow. the ma- ma- uh, plastic marine debris problem. So th- there's some screenings, um, there's a screening coming up in. Willamaluke in Sydney, and there's a screening coming up in Fremantle. Um, they're both on this week. There's going to be a Games Day f- um, fundraiser for Lamb for Lam Care Australia, um, and that's going to be just like um, a whole bunch of people playing um, the board games of their choice and games and cards, and it's a whole a hall full of people playing games. It's going to be great fun. Um, that's at f- um, at a, a venue in Fitzroy North. And that's going to be next Sunday, June the 24th. And you have to get a ticket for that. So that's hosted by Lamb Care Australia.
2: Okay, I'll just take a break now. We are, it's 10 to 2. We've got 10 minutes, guys. We've raised $675, but we've got another $975 to go. So please ring up and show your love. We have a $50 vegan check voucher, which I can't believe no one's rung up and donated for. Thirty dollar tidbit cafe in Richmond, and we have we got any any other vouchers still going? Cafe four three five in Pasco. Cafe four three five in Pasco Vale. Fifty dollars. Um, yeah a fifty dollar voucher. Yeah. for for them. So- and they're
3: awesome. They're new. They're the new kids on the block. Um, yeah, and they're you know Pasco Vale isn't renowned for its um, for its veganism. So mm. it's really kind of you know it's put raising the flag in. A part of Melbourne that doesn't have a lot of vegan action. Exist. So get along and support Cafe Four Three Five. if you're
2: going to go out and have a good time, why not be donating the money to Independent exactly. Radio Freedom of Species while you're at it?
3: That's a win-win-win win, win for ring, everybody. Ring.
2: Drum roll. All right, another community service. I've got
3: some okay. more, and it, and it so it goes. The um, Dominion movie is being screened in Northmead in Sydney and in Mullaney in Queensland, and in Woolloongabba in Brisbane. that's They'll be on this week as well. And Truthwalker is doing um, outreach in Burwood in Sydney. That's Friday, June the 22nd. And here we've got another donation, $15 from Angela. Oh, thanks, Anne. That's another one of... <laughs> one
0: of <laughs> Em's
3: <of> posse. <laughs> Thank you very much, Angela. Have they asked people for money this year? No, it's hard really.
2: To ask for money, you know. Mm-hmm. It is.
3: I know it is awkward. I can't. Yeah, I find it. Yeah. I can do it to complete strangers, like the, the wonderful people that have given us things to don't to um, these gifts and yeah. prizes. I can do that, but when asking friends and family, I can't do it's it. It's hard, isn't it? it is really I try hard. to like
2: think like a Labrador after for <laughs> food, get into that energy. Yeah, they, just well, they have no have problem with it. They <laughs> have no shame. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly.
3: Anyway, thank you so much.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And I've got one more, one more uh, community announcement. The Animal Activist Collective is having um, their regular outreach in Swanston Street in Melbourne this Saturday, June the twenty third. Now, all of those community announcements, like I say, are either on well, are on their respective Facebook pages, so you can get the details there if you look them up. Or, and they'll also make their way onto our Facebook page. Freedom of Species has a very, very busy. Facebook page so get on there um, to to get the details hmm.
1: and could I give a quick plug for trivia for the animals if we got time yeah, so yeah this is monthly trivia nights uh, and always raising money for different animal causes there's one this afternoon but it's sold out but yeah roughly once a month at grey cells green in Windsor thanks again uh, for them for donating to the show that voucher's already taken though but yeah if you like the page just search trivia for the animals on Facebook you get notified of future events uh, eat some great vegan food uh, do some quizzes and raise money Money for Animals.
2: I think that deserves
3: an It does, an <laughs> Thank you. Grey sells green.
1: Yep, Grey green. And check out Trivia for Animals.
3: You now we've still got books. Books, books, books. You know, that that uh, the kids'
2: book mm-hmm. on Auntie Viv is yeah. actually a really beautiful gift. It is a beautiful gift. To $10, it's a beautifully beautiful picture book it is and a beautiful it has it's that a great message behind it so yeah. if you know anyone who's got you know kids or you've got kids yourself it's a wonderful book it is and if you want yeah. to get a ten dollars come on guys if you
3: want to get if you want to have a look at the style of it just get on our facebook page and i posted a photo of the cover of it a few like uh, yesterday so you only have to scroll down a few posts and you'll see the cover mm-hmm. of kitty mcspora and saves the animals and you'll get an idea of the illustrative style It's a great gift, or you could even buy it for your local primary school library, which would so it's so the um, it's stocked in your get the message out yeah so it gets to lots of kids, which is a really nice idea.
2: You're on the Freedom of Species show, our our radiothon show, and we have another nine hundred and sixty dollars to donate. So anyone out there needs to you know give a tax deductible donation. Please consider us. We're Mm. all dedicated volunteers helping to raise awareness for grassroots campaigns and uh, other animal-related
3: issues. Issues.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a number of ways that you can donate. You can call 94198377. Um, just please remember to remark that it's Freedom of Species that you're supporting at the time of donation. You can also...
3: You can actually get online and on 3cr.org.au... And you can just do an online donation, and it just you'll see the links there through the Radiothon links. And you can just you plug in your um, credit card number and do it that way. Or you can come into the office during weekdays between nine and five, come in and speak to the very nice people that work here and um, make a donation then and there. You can also donate through our Give Now crowd raising campaign, that's another online. Um, platform, you can access that through um, just look up Give Now and look up Freedom of Species, or you can go through to our Give Now through our Facebook page. So there's lots yeah. of ways you can give. We've, we're yeah. trying to make it as easy as, as we can for you to throw money at us. Lots of different ways to do that.
2: So we're just waiting for that kind of da da da. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, we Someone We've... out there that's got a couple of hundred dollars. There's only.
3: There's only $960 to go. So if someone has just spare 960 bucks <laughs> floating around.
1: <laughs> the, Under the couch. Yeah, yeah, just burning a hole in their pocket.
3: It's like, damn, what am I going to do with all this $960? This we will bucks? relieve you from that
2: pain. <laughs> We're very helpful here. Yeah. Um, so basically... We will flog what we've got, the vouchers and things, online as well. Yeah, we'll flog yeah. them online. Yeah. If, um, yeah. if they're still up for offer after the show. Yeah, yeah. Is.
3: And Radiothon still goes until the end of June. Um, our Give now, now campaign runs until the, the end of June, and that stretches for the um, financial year. So you've got financial year ends the end of June. So, yeah, if today doesn't suit, you're waiting for your... So you're waiting for your um, pay slip to come in, your pay packet from this week. You've st- we've still got like, what is it, another week or 10 days to give before um, Radiothon for 3CR finishes for 2018.
2: And I guess just a call out also to people out there that have a, an event that they're organising to bring attention to any animal issue that they're involved with or any campaign, mm-hmm. please contact Freedom of Species um, mm-hmm. either by the Facebook page or info at org.
3: And we're also on Twitter, so you know if you if Twitter is your only source of um, yeah. media, you can come get to us through Twitter. Thank mm.
2: you so much to Claire Mann, to Vegan mm. Shack, to Um
1: am uh, Grace Green in Windsor,
2: and to Cafe Four Three Five and Tidbit, Tidbit Cafe and Purely Vegan Skin. Uh,
3: yep. Care? Skincare, Not I think, is, is the word we were looking for. And to Kathleen McLaren and to Lawrence Pope for their books, yeah. we'll keep flogging those online on our Facebook page. If you if you want to get hold of any of these other things,
1: and thanks so much, everyone who donated. Yeah, yeah. thank you
3: so
2: much. Thank for the you, love, everybody, guys. and uh, thank you for all the amazing campaigners who have made time to speak with us on Freedom Species for shows.
3: Yeah, we love all you all. Right.
2: We love you all, and I'm just going to go out with a tune. We've got here. I think you really liked that last tune, didn't you, Kate? Maybe I, I should did. replay that one yeah, again. Again. Um, Appalachia Rising. Bit of banjo. I love banjo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Resilient. And we've got um, In Psychedelia coming up next. Over to Nick. See you next week. <laughs>